I'm Dr. Heather Moore, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Tonight we're going to talk about when to use heat or ice. Probably the number one question I get asked um, is when you should use heat, heat or ice. We've um, touched on this topic before, I know, um, but we get asked it so often. It's always great to get a refresher on when to use heat versus ice. Do you really, can you cause yourself more problems if you use one versus the other? Is it, you know, do you just avoid it altogether? A lot of people wind up avoiding using heat or ice altogether because they're just so afraid they're going to pick the wrong one. Um, here's an FYI. When in doubt, ice. Okay, if you're just, you, know, you want to use heat, you want to use ice, you don't know what to use, always pick ice. Um, it's just an easy way to kind of simplify things for you. Are you going to completely mess something up uh, if you use heat? No. Um, you know, obviously if you use a heating pad for too long, uh, you're going to wind up burning yourself. That's really the only, you know, worry you have to worry about there. You know, but you should never use it for more than 15 minutes. So at that point you shouldn't be able to, to really burn yourself and it shouldn't be directly on your skin. You should have at least a layer of clothing. Same with ice, you want to make sure there's a layer of clothing. Um, in between the ice bag, ice pack, whatever you're making, um, and your skin. So let's talk about heat, let's talk about ice. So heat is designed to increase the blood flow to the area. A lot of studies out there really kind of refuting is, is it, you know, is there really anything behind heat versus ice? You know, some of the, super some of the superficial tissue does get heated when you apply a hot pack. So what I recommend is, you know, if a hot shower gets it done, that's, that's a method of heat. Um, you know, before you are to foam roll or stretch, you want to apply a hot pack. What you don't want to do is you don't want to apply a hot pack and then go for a run. A hot pack is not a quick way to skip a warm-up. What happens is when you heat a muscle and you wind up loosening it, loosening it up, you wind up if you go for a run, you're going to be using that muscle at a length it's not really ready to be used at. You artificially lengthened it, so you're going to be using it at a, at a length that it's not okay to use at. So you want to make sure that you are going to be doing something either gentle, like a foam roll, maybe you have some exercises, some gentle exercises like stretching that you do. Maybe you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm just really stiff. You wind up standing in the shower. You're doing some gentle range of motion exercises with your back. You wake up with a stiff neck, okay? Just stand underneath the shower, let hot water run onto it, nice and easy. Move your neck through ranges of motion, same thing with your back. You wake up with a stiff back, nice and easy. Just stand under hot water, that's a form of heat. Anytime you have that stiffness, you go home after a day of work and you're like, oh, I'm just stiff, I sat all day, I drove, you know? It's not pain. We all know the line between stiffness and pain. Stiffness is stiffness, okay? Stiffness is your, you know, you can't really move that well. It hurts, you're creaky. Pain is, this really hurts. It absolutely hurts to move. It's not a stiff, you know, let me loosen this up. There's actually pain there. So that's when to use heat. Um, you can heat a couple times a day. You don't have to necessarily heat once and be done with it. Um, a lot of people uh, prefer heat, especially now because it's freezing outside. Um, but you don't always have to, to, to do heat, in, heat at night or heat in the morning and then be done with it. You can heat a few times a day if you wind up getting stiff. But again, the big caveat with heat is you don't want to heat and then go and do a strenuous, strenuous exercise. You want to heat 
and then either do just a gentle walk or you know maybe you're you know just just preparing a meal or something something gentle something easy because your muscles are going to be a little bit longer um, in length uh, that the heat can provide 15 to 20 minutes uh, you know if you have something you heat in the microwave that's cool that cools down that is kind of the best um, you can just put rice in, in there and heat it up uh, again, just be careful when it comes out in the microwave, it can be super hot. You don't want to apply it directly to your skin because you can wind up suffering some burns from that. Then um, you can do it 15 minutes, just a couple times a day. Take about an hour, hour and a half off if you're doing it multiple times. Um, but if you're going to do something multiple times, this is where I really recommend ice. And I always say when in doubt, ice because ice is kind of the one that stops the pain. It stops the blood flow, it stops the anti-inflammatory, or it stops the inflammatory inflammation process sorry, to the area. So if you're not sure what to do, if you're doubting it, you want to put some ice on there, okay? So roll of ice. You fall, it hurts, like it's in pain. You can't move, you go into spasm, um, you trip, you have any sort of injury, accident, ice. Surgery, ice. I'm always amazed at how many people come in here post-surgery and don't ice. Until so I'm like, no, no, you need to ice. A lot of times drugs after surgery give you really, really good results with the pain. Eventually, you have to come off of those. Ice is really gonna help. So, when in doubt, ice. There is no real wrong thing to do, though. So, people come in here all the time panic-stricken, and they're like, I, I, I heated after I sprained my ankle, and I read you shouldn't heat. It's fine, okay? The one application of heat is not going to be the end of you. Um, it's not going to make your ankle fall off, nor is it going to delay healing all that much. So don't worry about those things. Um, but if you do sustain an accident or you just are in pain, you go home from a long day of work and you're like, I can barely move, I hurt. I got pain going down my leg. I got this, that, and the other thing, but it hurts. That's when you want to put ice on it. You want to put ice on for about 15 minutes and you want to do this a couple times a day. Ice works much better the more often you do it. Take about an hour break in between ice. Again, never directly on the skin, but you want to make sure that you are putting an ice bag, peas, a homemade ice pack, whatever. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Right on the area, elevate it if possible, and then sit there and relax. If you have compression with ice, even better. Compression, if you know, you can even invent your own compression in terms of just put an ice pack on and then put maybe a compressive sleeve in a bandage just to really compress that ice. Make sure you elevate it at the same time though. Uh, that's really gonna give you the best results. The rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation. Lots to be said for that if that's possible. A lot of people experience pain during the work day. Have a bag of peas, have some ice somewhere. Um, you know, and throw that on the, on the joint or on, on the part that hurts. Even though you might not be able to see swelling, like if your back hurts, not many people can actually tell that your back is swollen, but there's swelling going on. If there's pain, there's inflammation, ice is gonna be really, really good at stopping that. So you wanna make sure that if you have pain, the first thing to do is ice. It beats Aleve, Advil, all of the drugs, Flexeril, I don't even know what they hand out these days, it's so much. But any of those drugs, first line of defense is always, always ice. And one day of ice is not gonna stop it, okay? So make sure that you are icing every day. If you have the ability to do it more than once a day, do it more than once a day. If you only have the ability to do it once a day, wait till the end of the night, 
at the end of the day, when you have completed all of your activities, you're relaxing, maybe on the couch, in the recliner, and then put some ice on it. Don't put it on before um, you know, you're done with everything to get the maximum benefit from that ice. But if you, if you have to only do it once a day, make sure you're doing it at the end of the day. 15 minutes, no contact with the skin. I think I've said that already, but it's really important. Those are really the only two things that you need to be aware of when you're icing. Nothing really beyond that. What about um, hopping into a cold ice bath? Um, yeah, sure. Um, about five minutes, seven minutes is, is about the most. If you're just going to you know, fill up a tub with cold water and ice, it's, some people like that. Uh, not a huge fan, but it is a really good way to ice things down quickly. Go ahead. Once a day, seven minutes at most, you know, but you know, really be careful because that does involve some severe limitation in the blood flow to the area. So you want to make sure that you know, you're not doing that for too long, too often, and too, too much of the parts of the body. If you are experiencing pain and you would like someone to look at it so you can get an accurate assessment on what you need to be doing beyond heat and ice, Fill out the form that's attached, uh, that's in the comment section below, and uh, we will get in touch with you to schedule your free exam.